This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. 93-7, the ticket veteran and Ortega connoisseur, Jake Bakovan. I like Ortega and I like Pepper. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Hopefully you're having a great Wednesday. We're here to make it even better if you're not because we got plenty of sports talk here for another hour on the block. I'm Jake Bakovin. He is the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet, Eric Strickland. And we've got some sports to talk today because there might be a new starting quarterback in the NFL out there near Charlotte as the uh, Panthers have picked up a guy that's uh, been on the trade block for a while. Now, Baker Mayfield, it seemed like that was the destination he was going to end up with. Uh, never happened. We thought maybe it would happen um, before draft night. It didn't. They ended up taking Matt Corral. In the third round out of Ole Miss, so you thought maybe eh, maybe they're not going to go after Baker. Uh, but ultimately, they do today steal him, basically, because they traded the Browns a conditional fifth-round draft pick uh, for in order to get Mayfield. Uh, the salary was probably what they were bickering about over the last several months when you know this thing's kind of been seemingly on the table for a while. Uh, the Browns will pay $10.5 million uh, as well, <laughs> so unloading him is going to cost them a bit uh, of, of Baker Mayfield's salary coming out. Carolina will only take around $5 million. So good deal all around for Carolina. Mayfield will trim his base salary, by the way, $3.5 million. So he had to give up a little in order to get out of Cleveland as well. Uh, kind of interesting as this all, you know, it, it's fun to kind of follow, uh, I guess, how we got here. And part of it is that um, the, the, the Panthers maybe would have taken a different quarterback or a quarterback higher in the second round if they had a second round pick, but they they traded last year's second round pick for Sam Darnold, who was their project quarterback last year. Uh, didn't really work out. So if you go back, Darnold was traded for a 2021 sixth round pick and this second and fourth round pick this last year. Um, the Panthers could have taken Kenny Pickett as high as uh, number six, I think, but they took offensive tackle Akeem Ikwanu instead out of North Carolina State. Um, so Kenny Pickett would be drafted by Pittsburgh, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis would, would be the other quarterbacks taken before the Panthers got another pick. They went with Matt Corral, um, but it looks like they're at least going to be moving him along a little bit slower because I'd have to think that Baker Mayfield at least starts the year as the starter. Um, Sam Darnold has seemingly played himself out of uh, starting NFL quarterback contention, Period. probably going to be a backup type um, for the next several years. Um, but uh, what do you think of this move? It's it's absolutely healed, huge as far as the Panthers go, getting a, a starting quarterback. Now, he might not be, um, you know, he, he might not be Josh Allen or anything, but I think there's still some upside and some questions out there uh, as well as, you know, if Baker Mayfield can be a, a, a longtime starter in the NFL. He's going to get his another chance. I mean, it's come down to this, that – there was, it was he was disgruntled at this point, oh, yeah. and rightfully so. You oh, know, yeah. from what he's he's done for the community, what he's done for the team, he, rightfully so disgruntled. Um, you couldn't retain him. You wasn't going to get no good use out of him. There was, there, him being there at that point was 
A locker a net room problem. negative. Yeah, right, it yeah. was going to be a net negative all the way across the board. You've already got craziness. Him being in town could only create more cancerous cells to be able to spread yeah. amongst that stuff with all that going on because now you've got another microscope that's turned onto the Deshaun Watson situation. Right. And so you're dealing with that. So Panthers. They have to get ahead. him off. The, well, I'm just saying they have to get him off the roster because yeah. you can't have the situation where Watson is suspended. Baker Mayfield yeah. is just refusing to play. Yeah. That'd be that's just even awful. Worse. Yeah. Awful. So you had to do it. But I give two thumbs up for the Panthers because they held their ground. Panthers was really looking at this deal with Baker Mayfield for quite a while. Oh, they, yeah. I think they kind of wanted to go there. They were waiting at the chomping at the bit. They didn't get thirsty. They weren't freaking, you know, like Pookie in, in New Jack City where he was craving the crack. <laughs> you know, he wasn't that. Yeah. So they waited. They patiently set the course, got them Cleveland to retain $10.5 million of that salary which helps their salary cap situation even more. Panthers only take taking on five and getting a, a, a reduction. And here's why. Baker Mayfield wants to play ball. He also wanted to be out of there. And he's looking at that Panther situation and saying, you know, what better what better way for to start my my situation? Don't have the similar type of pressure as going to maybe another top tier program like Tennessee or something, yeah. You know, going down there with expectations like heavily on that you. he had in Cleveland, to be honest. With you know him. what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you have expectation, but you know, the Charlotte fans, the 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 Carolina Panther fans had an opportunity to see Darnold fall off the la di di do la di di do la. Yeah, you got to see. You got to. You got to watch. That goes his career <laughs> you, right down the drain. You got, <laughs> you, you got to watch that up close and personal. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, he's going in. You just got to be better, baby. You just got to be better than what was put out on that field last year. In yeah. That debacle. So I think it works all the way across the board for all parties involved. I know probably he's got a new invigoration about him. You know, he's kind yeah. of feeling good, you know. Now he's healthy, you know. So I'm thinking it's a good situation for him. But then you look back across the other side. And I'm going to let you talk, but you look back across the other side. I'll tap in on that. I'll let you finish up because I know you want to get in on that. Well, yeah, it's 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 it's. I think it, it's a new chip on his shoulder. Remember, he was one time a walk-on at Texas Tech. Uh, and, uh, you know, it looked like he was not going to move up the – the chain there as they had actually a really good quarterbacker. And I think Davis Webb was there, um, but it, it didn't look like he was going to start there. So he, he ended up transferring to Oklahoma and winning a Heisman. I mean, he's an amazing story. Uh, if you kind of think back on it, um, but the number one overall pick at Cleveland, he had all the weapons in the world to work with. Uh, of course, kind of infamously now, um, just for one reason or the other, never worked with OBJ. OBJ had zero touchdowns uh, last year in the first six weeks or whatever it was before he forced his way out of there and then went on to win a Super Bowl and, and kind of, you know, mm -hmm. uh, star and, and make, you know, big plays for Los Angeles when they needed him and certainly had touchdowns. So, you know, that's where that this kind of gets interesting is that Baker Mayfield um, – isn't is kind of like a mid-tier NFL quarterback based on his stats here and there. Uh, 92 touchdowns, 56 interceptions to this point in his career, uh, over 14,000 yards. 
3,800 was his, his tops, which, you know, those guys hitting 5,000 this, these day, this day and age. So uh, not exactly lighting the world on fire, right. but a solid NFL quarterback, 29 and 30 as a starter. Um, that, of course, two years ago uh, in 2020, when he went 11 and 5 as a starter and took him to the playoffs through 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That was kind of the outlier year, though. He's been very turnover prone uh, outside of that. Uh, his other career numbers look like this. 27 and 14 his rookie year 22 and 21 this is touchdown to interception ratio his uh, sophomore year if you will in the NFL and then last year 17 touchdowns 13 interceptions but like you alluded to earlier played hurt uh, a majority of the season you know he got hurt with his shoulder early on that season um, played through it tried to do his best uh, to get the Browns to where they needed to be um, couldn't do it and obviously you know, I don't even know what to say about the Deshaun Watson uh, situation that's going on. He's obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. After sitting out a year, they felt like he's certainly a better quarterback than Baker is or probably ever will be the last time we saw Deshaun Watson. So higher ceiling, certainly much bigger risk involved with what they're doing there. Um, but uh, it, it, it's, it's interesting for the Panthers because at least to me, it, they basically gave up nothing. It, this is this is a great deal for them. Um, you know, I was talking to Nate about it earlier. He doesn't necessarily see it, you know, turning their season around or anything, and, and it probably doesn't. Um, but it might give them a few more wins and at least a glimmer of hope uh, to to get things going under there with Matt Rule. And maybe you find your next franchise quarterback. I don't think that we're outside uh, the the arena of Baker Mayfield. You know, he's probably more of a stopgap. I get that. That's probably the expectation, but. He could he could do well and and maybe kind of turn things around there. Well, I mean, like I said, when you look back at the other side right now, um, you've got to figure that Cleveland and their brass are really honing in on what most of us don't, and that's the fine print in the contract right now, <laughs> right? Uh, so you know, there's there's two questions that I'm going to shoot out of this, but but first I want to just kind of go into for for mailbag. Perch, I'm sorry, for Mailbag published Wednesday morning, um, Terry Pluto of thecleveland.com, he addressed this question about the Browns' possibility of being able to void uh, the contract for the $230 million that was awarded to him in the spring. The issue is, is that they can't do it, right? Just on the onset, because the issues had already, they were already in, in play prior to and known prior to them signing him. So they had to take all of that that came with it. Um, The only way that they can get out of that contract is that he, there would be some new filings as far as some new trouble or something else that pops up on the radar. Uh, But right now uh, it's in claim mode. So in the lawsuit that was mentioned in June 27, it, it, it was stated that, there were many and multiple massages that were interactions there. Um, so the, they're, they're saying there were some unwanted sexual advances, outright sexual advances. But the problem is that it's gone to two grand juries and none of them said that there was enough evidence. So depending and barring the investigation by the NFL, also what transpires with what, anything may come up that's new after the signing or anything of that nature, it looks like they're stuck. So in essence, they're basically stuck with either if, if he is suspended, they're stuck with Jacoby Brissett or Josh Dobbs. 
That's not looking not very guys good. that are elevating you. That's yeah. not looking very good for them after what you just did. Not better than Baker. Paid. Exactly. Right. So that's the problem. So I want to throw this out um, because, listen, I'm not saying one way or the other, but I do think that this does happen in so many instances more times than not with social media, with um, – you know, the, the news and the microscopes and the TMZs and the likes of these types of, you know, entities that are ready and available on the drop of a hat or dime that is was was and is Watson being judged in the space of public opinion mm-hmm. at this point, as opposed to allowing the system to continue to be uh, fettered out. Or and it's not being as tainted by way of all of these these rumor mills that are out there. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously his name's um, fairly or not, and when only God knows, or you know, the people involved, mm-hmm. um, his name has been kind of drugged through the mud. It, it is what it is. It, it you know the, the allegations were out there. Um, it, it there's there's not a perfect way to to kind of figure this out because, like you said. How do you, you know? Unless you have videotape or something, the, the, the facts aren't going to be there. You know, there's there's not the, the proof's not going to be there. He's come to settlements with twenty of the twenty four plaintiffs um, that were suing him. It's just a large number, and so I think you know that's the thing. That yeah, you for the which loop. maybe it could mm-hmm. could have you know we've seen before, kind of turn into a witch hunt, and all these other people kind of jump on board, and you know that could have happened. But he went to a lot <laughs> of massage therapists, mm-hmm. and you know it's just it's it's a th- you know time after time that these things are coming up. So um, I think okay, Cindy Lauper. Well, you know I'm not trying. You know I'm, I'm no way um, the law or you know, but I think we all can kind of go through our own thoughts about it and may, you know it kind of come up to where to whatever it is that you come down to a conclusion. But even like altogether, like. There's no perfect way to do it, and I know you have to. You have to trust in the court. You have to believe in it, and you have to go by that that ruling. Right. Doesn't mean it's right. There's been you know things that have gone through the court that have been mistakenly done here, and like you know settlements are the hardest thing to come up to. You know to to really get around because it's like well they they just settled you know right, so right. it's like well were they just chasing money or was you know it was enough um at this point that they didn't they knew they didn't have proof so at least to get something out of it so it's just a very very confusing conversation to have but i do know the houston texans knew that he was like one of the best quarterbacks in the nfl the nfl didn't suspend deshaun watson the Texans just said, nah, he, we're not playing him mm-hmm. because they didn't want, you know, that that public uh, thing to go the other way. So it's very weird. And we do this all the time with athletes where it's like that team that has him, they can't play with him anymore. Right. But if he gets a if if he goes somewhere else, well, then it's another opportunity. We all cheer for second opportunities and all that. But I know there's a lot of Cleveland fans that th- this was the final straw for them where it's just like. What do you want me to do? Go buy this guy's jersey? I, I'm not it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know for, for this. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it. It's it's very confusing. And then uh, above it all, it's like the Browns have been disastrous as an organization uh, since coming back, and they you know quarterback has been at the top of that list. And somehow I don't know. You know, I I <laughs> I don't know how he got like the best deal. Considering the circumstance, he just got a boatload of money, one of the best deals ever in NFL history. 
I just don't understand how that happens. Uh, and I don't know if there's a whole lot of other NFL franchises that would have done this other than the Browns. Right. And that's the crazy thing about it. I mean, when you look, just look around the landscape of it. You could have, you, you, you could have did it for so much more. I, I think, let me just say, I think you had the leverage if you're Cleveland Browns in this specific situation, you had all the leverage yeah. operating in your hand. You had just what you just alluded to. You said the basically, you know, they've suspended him. They weren't playing him. They weren't going to bring him back because all stuff was still pending and in the in the, you know, atmosphere and you know, all the allegations hadn't been cleared. All of that stuff is still going and and ongoing. So, at the end of the day, they wanted to get rid of him. So you could have got him for way less. You would think, or at least you should. If you wanted to take yeah. or, or, or took the risk risk out of it by not guaranteeing the whole thing. Yeah. You know, pending this, you know, or pending that. And if you do this and come back and do that, you could have put a heavy laden bonus plan out there. Oh, yeah. That got you there. Like any more allegations. And, you know, a lot of this can be you, you got to be able to write a good contract there. Yeah. And somehow they didn't. And then the other thing is, like, it's not like they're in, in such a desperate position. I understand Baker Mayfield is basically on, on his prove it year, whether it was in Cleveland or now here in Carolina. Yeah. You could have waited that out. But you could have had another season. Yeah. It's not like the people would riot a Cleveland yeah. if you had Baker again. So it's just fascinating. I, I the Browns continue to stun you, even when they somehow put together a great roster. Here they are making weird moves, and they, and they certainly didn't win this trade. One other thing, Bach, and I want you to speak on this. We talked about on the block on many occasions about the quarterback salaries and the hindrance that can become. We've debated it oh, yeah. on the block many a times on the hindrance that can become to you and the success of your your organization because it, it it limits you with the abilities to be able to surround them with linemen with you know quality running back or receivers or whatever the case because you can't pay them right right so with that in mind does that move not only hinder you with the fan base but does it also hinder you because now you paid one of the highest ceiling contracts to a quarterback that you may not even be able to use and you can't go out and acquire any other pieces. That's why I say you have Baker Mayfield on a prove it year. You could have done that secured assets. Then maybe if he, if he goes nuts and you still feel there's somebody out there you need, you have another year to keep your eye to probe to see who's going to shine. You might even get a look at, um, Young fella down in Alabama or somebody. Yeah, you Bryce know, Young or CJ you know Stroud I mean? or yeah, it's because decent quarterback year. So you've up. got all of that opportunity still yet in front of you, and you go out and do that, which could devastate your organization and put you back into the paper bag face years. Yeah, yeah, it it it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Sometimes, um, you know, I know GMs get you know work hard and, and get to their jobs and and all that stuff and and you know we're just here behind a microphone just yelling about it but um sometimes it just seems like common sense is lost and and or i mean there's only so much you can do so i know that you, you kind of get into that mode of uh well you know they they've worked hard and they're in that position and they know more than you about their team and all the things that are kind of go into it but 
sometimes it's just like, man, I, I feel like common sense was lost here. Or, you know, there's situations where I always kind of think you're, you're trying to outthink the room. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to go above that next level. Uh, and I just, I don't know if, if Houston didn't want to play him. I don't know if I'd want to grab him. I understand he is probably a top five quarterback, but that's before sitting out a year. I mean, that might, you know, that might mm-hmm. not help him. He's aging at the same time. I'm not getting too old. Obviously he's, he's a, he's a younger guy, but, um, I just I don't know. There's so much at play out there, and and maybe they felt like Baker already had his prove it year, um, but he got hurt. I just don't know how you would uh, and played for you with being hurt. I don't know how you would punish him for that, but that's that's where they are, and, and the Panthers are the benefactor of it. At least at least right. some team kind of comes out on top of it. Again, I don't know if the Panthers are now a playoff team or anything like that, but it is another opportunity for Baker Mayfield to resurrect his career. And something also interestingly enough uh, for Matt Rule, uh, who's the court uh, the coach there and was a hot commodity when he left Baylor to an, uh, led him to an 11 win season excuse me and then bolted off for the NFL um, he could be interesting if this thing doesn't work out where he's had three years in Carolina has only won five games each of his first two years um, they don't you know NFL uh, stands for not for long not just for <laughs> for players but for coaches as well if you don't win right away so I think Matt Rule if this doesn't work out you know, might not get a fourth year and he'll have his NFL opportunity, at least for now, will have passed him by having trotted out one year uh, just like absolutely, you know, shots in the dark with Teddy Bridgewater and Sam Darnold and now Baker Mayfield. So it's kind of interesting when you kind of go back to that, too, is, uh, you know, obviously in, in this league, as it's becoming more and more of an offensive league, and Matt Rule's an offensive guy, but uh, we know the importance of, of having a quarterback and, and having a stability there and, and a guy just a top 12, top 15 quarterback that gives you a chance. Um, I don't know. I don't think Baker gives you that, but maybe Matt Rule can work his magic and, and gets a little bit more out of uh, of Baker than, than he was able to, but he's going to have to uh, work that magic from college because he hasn't been able to do it at the NFL with these guys yet. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out. Uh, keep your eye on it because, like you said, he has a chip on his shoulder right now. Having that chip on his shoulder could provide, you know, there are people that's, that, that, you know, it bursts their pipes and there are people that, you know, run water through it, you know what I mean? And they actually are getting a good flow. And he he could shine in this situation, which, you know, being healthy, being mentally at peace and getting into a new environment, sometimes that can spark a new new flavor about you and the way you handle your business. And so he could go out there and do a wonderful job this year, run them into the playoffs and maybe win a game. I mean, that would set Charlotte on fire, you know, yeah. if he did something like that. Uh, we'll take a quick break here on the block. I did run down the ratings from uh, last year for Nebraska. Uh, I thought it'd be interesting to kind of compare that to the USFL championship game. So kind of think how many Nebraska games beat the USFL championship game in the ratings. Uh, hold on to your answer. I'll give it to you around the corner. Coming up next year on the block at 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 